Hello, and welcome to Teaching Plus, a podcast that explores issues and strategies of interest to post-secondary instructors for the enhancement of teaching. Hello, Teaching Plus listeners. I'm Anita Parker, Educational Developer at the Centre for Teaching and Learning. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Heidi Cossey. Heidi is a PhD student and teaching assistant in engineering. And Heidi has been doing some interesting research in teaching culture at the University of Alberta. And today we get to learn about her findings and recommendations. Hello, Heidi, and welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Oh, my pleasure. To get us started, please introduce yourself and tell me what you've been up to in your studies and in your research. Yeah, so I am a PhD student, like you said, in engineering. Um, But this past summer, I did a research assistantship um, with the Center for Teaching and Learning as part of the Graduate Teaching and Learning Program Level 4. Okay, so you chose the topic of teaching culture. Can you define teaching culture and and the elements of it? Yeah, absolutely. So defining teaching culture was kind of the first step of my research because I didn't know what it was. Um, so based on kind of what I've reviewed, um, teaching culture requires a shared campus commitment um, and support of teaching excellence. And it also requires meaningful and constructive assessments of teaching. So to establish a teaching culture, you need a campus-wide commitment. It can't just be, you know, one really motivated instructor. Um, It has to be everybody. It has to be campus-wide. And um, some research even suggests that teaching culture requires that the institution will prioritize teaching over research. And so that's kind of a really interesting idea. I know there's a lot of research institutions across Canada. And so prioritizing teaching is definitely um, an interesting um, an interesting aspect of teaching culture. Not everybody agrees that it's necessary, but certainly it's possible. Um, and then based on the literature review, I came up with sort of five elements of teaching culture. Um, and this is kind of based on the six lever- levers of teaching culture that Shaw et al. Um, identified. So the first element is institutional policies that prioritize teaching. And there's really kind of a general consensus that um, institutional priorities set the foundation for a strong teaching culture across the university. Um, So that can be policies, initiatives, strategic documents um, that emphasize the importance of teaching. And then they have to be supported, of course, by leadership and administrators. Um, The second element is the faculty engagement in teaching. So... It really needs to be, like I said before, a campus-wide commitment um, to teaching. And so um, one method of kind of increasing faculty engagement could be creating uh, teaching collaboration groups within faculty, giving them the opportunity to discuss uh, pedagogical successes and failures and to share um, activities. Um, And because personal values of teaching will probably vary across different demographics, it's really important to gauge all faculty members in developing a teaching culture. Um, The third element is institutional support and resources. So there's a number of examples um, of this. One of them would be teaching and learning centers like uh, CTL, um, also professional development sessions, um, sufficient funding for, you know, appropriately sized classrooms. Um, functional classroom design and laboratory sessions. So just things like that that can help um, improve uh, and engage students. 
And then the fourth one is the assessment of teaching. And this one is really key in all the literature. They really emphasize assessing teaching. Um, and so they uh, emphasize multiple means of assessing. So student evaluations is one. That's a big one at the U of A here. Um, but also things like peer reviews or teaching dossiers and portfolios. Um, and so coming from or making sure that you have different sources of evidence. So not just students evaluating teaching, but also, you know, peers or administrators, and then also the teacher themselves um, evaluating their teaching in the form of a self-assessment. And then the last element uh, is rewarding excellence in teaching. So making sure that accomplishments are recognized and rewarded in a variety of ways. That might include things like promotion or tenure, um, having public um, gatherings to support teaching accomplishments, um, teaching celebrations and ceremonies and grants. Um, so there are a number of ways that you can uh, reward teaching excellence. And I know the U of A does a pretty good job of that as well. So uh, I really like how you you scoured the literature and you were able to pull out these five elements. So beyond the definition, how do you measure it? So you set out to measure our teaching culture at the U of A. How did you how did you go about that? Yeah, so um, when I was looking through the literature, there was it was limited on um, other institutions that have measured teaching culture. There were, you know, a handful, but there weren't. Um, there wasn't an abundance, I would say. But most of the studies did create surveys, and then they had uh, the teachers um, answer those surveys, and then they looked at different demographics. And so we did a very similar thing, creating a survey to measure teaching culture at the U of A. And so tell me about the, the survey that you created and uh, distributed. What kinds of questions did you ask? Who completed the survey? How many people answered it in total? Yeah, so we had um, a survey with 20 uh, quantitative questions, and that used a five-point uh, Likert scale. So do you agree, uh, strongly agree, disagree, those kinds of things? So that was for 20 questions. And then at the end, we had two qualitative questions as well. Um, so we distributed that um, through the Academics Digest uh, at the U of A for three weeks. And we invited anyone um, in any teaching capacity at the U of A to join the survey. Um, but we didn't have graduate students to join. We just had um, anyone who was um, teaching um, or, you know, sessional instructors, things like that. Um, and then we looked at different demographics as well. So we looked at um, which faculty they were in, their primary role at the U of A, um, their gender, and then their years of experience as well. And so um, with that, we got 86 uh, responses, which was I was pretty excited about. <laughs> yeah, what did you find out? What did you, uh, what did you learn? So I will uh, talk about the demographics briefly. So we got uh, responses from 19 faculties, which was really exciting. Um, a quarter of them were from arts. Um, and then we had science and medicine and dentistry and a number of other faculties as well. And most of the respondents were full professors um, and then associate professors and assistants and everything like that. Um, and then for years of experience, we had the median was about 20 years, but we had a range of zero to 49 years. So just a really good um, range of experience. So that was really exciting. Um, and so for the survey, we had four questions for each of the different five elements. So we could assess how strongly they felt about each of the elements at the U of A. And um, so what we found, so on the Likert scale, it was one to five. And for most of the different elements, um, the median was about a 3.3 .3 or a three. So that means that 
Most of the um, participants generally felt the same about teaching culture at the U of A, and they all kind of felt neutral about it. So they didn't strongly agree that there was really good aspect or strongly disagreed. For the most part, they felt kind of neutral. Um, but of the five elements, there was one that kind of scored the lowest and shows the most room for improvement, and that was the assessment of teaching. So it scored a 2.3. Um, so which is between a disagree and a neutral. So of the five elements, that would be the one with sort of the most room for improvement here at the U of A. And what was really interesting um, is that we didn't see any statistical differences across the uh, different faculties or genders or primary roles. So everybody kind of felt the same um, about teaching culture. And that is a little bit different than some of the other surveys that are out there for teaching culture. Um, usually they might find a difference across demographics. But they're also asking participants how much they value um, different aspects of teaching culture rather than if it's present or not. And so I think that value piece really might bring out differences in demographics, whereas we were just asking, you know, do you think it's here at the U of A, yes or no, um, and not how much they valued it. And I think that's where you might see those differences. So I, you, you said that the one area that had the, the lower um, score was an area of improvement. So is that was that how you um, approached the interpretation of the results of, of areas that were higher would require less improvement and areas that are lower are you, you frame them as opportunities for improvement? Uh, we weren't really necessarily looking at it to see what um, we could improve or not. We just wanted to see, you know, how are people feeling about teaching culture at the U of A? Um, and then based on the results, that one just kind of stuck out as the one that people or participants maybe would like to see um, some change on if they felt, you know, um, the most negative about that one, I suppose. Uh, what are the what are the conclusions, recommendations, next steps that come out of that for each of the elements? Like I said, the one with the most sort of room for improvement would be assessment of teaching. And so when we looked at the qualitative questions, um, we asked what methods are being used to evaluate evaluate your teaching and who is doing that evaluating. And the vast majority of the respondents um, listed the USRIs um, by the students. And there wasn't a lot of other answers. And so that kind of um, looking at that, perhaps there might be other ways that we can assess teaching here at the U of A and maybe not just, you know, once in a semester, but maybe multiple times to get feedback from the students or you know, things like peer evaluations or teaching dossiers and self-assessments. What about the quali the two quality, you said your survey had two qualitative questions. What were they? And, and so those would have been questions where you got some longer responses from the, uh, from the people who answered the survey. What did you learn from those in particular? Yeah, so the first one um, I mentioned is uh, looking at different uh, the methods that are being used to evaluate your teaching. And so uh, most people said the USRIs. And then the second one was what teaching supports um, are you aware of or have you accessed at the U of A? And uh, the majority of the respondents listed the Center for Teaching, of Lear and, teaching and Learning, which is really great um, that they're taking advantage of that. And then um, some others that were also listed was the Festival for Teaching and Learning, and then some teaching conferences and faculty teaching seminars. Um, so those are really great and kind of speaks to the um, institutional um, supports and resources and then also faculty engagement in teaching if they're able to go to those teaching conferences or department seminars. So that was really good to see those responses. Yeah, it is good to see that they they see their supports being, you know, both at CTL, which is 
uh, at CTL, we're here to support all of all of the university, but also that they are recognizing that they they do have some in-house supports as well. Because you asked about the presence of these elements and and didn't go into the values of the respondents on these elements, uh, what did you learn from the literature you reviewed? What kinds of questions would be asked about the um, the responders' values around these? Yeah, that's a good question. So. Um... From the literature, the questions that they would have asked are similar. So they would have first asked um, whether or not they felt that the statement was true for their institution. And then they would have been asked how much they value um, that statement. So in doing that, they can assess different um, values in terms of, you know, this uh, demographic might have valued this more or this. Um, For example, one one, uh, study found that uh, looking at different... um, different roles. So looking at sessional faculty versus tenure and versus tenure track, they found that uh, sessional faculty felt that the institution rewarded effective teaching to a lesser extent than they rewarded research. And then the tenured faculty felt that effective teaching was less important than the tenure track or sessional faculty did. So in asking those value questions, you can kind of tease out if there are any differences across the different demographics. Yeah, I can see that. That would be fascinating. You would think that uh, an instructor with less experience would place more value in supports, in the availability uh, and and uh, ease of of finding supports that they need in the moment, whereas more experienced faculty might value more the the rewards, the the ongoing motivation to stay. Um, at the at the leading edge of their instructional practices. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the you know, the next step for this survey, if there is a next step, would be to kind of ask those value questions. Thank you again, Heidi. This was really interesting, really important, and, and really fun. I appreciate you making the time today. Thank you so much for having me. I hope this will be a, a good, um, good podcast, and hopefully people will learn something from it. So... Thank you for listening to this episode of Teaching Plus. This podcast has been created by the University of Alberta's Centre for Teaching and Learning. You can get more information on any of our services by going to ctl.ualberta.ca.